As many fishermen know, the inevitable issues you run across while on the water can easily put a halt to any tournament strategies you had going into the day. When at this crossroad, it's hard to flip a switch and try to make the most of your time on the water. From our good friend, Nolan Yeager, he sure does have a story to tell you. With an impressive tournament resume and hours behind the old gambler, when it came down to boat problems, he looks for nothing but solutions to find the pedestal and the big green fish that drive our addiction. Dude, so Nolan, man, I I was telling Hunter before you got here, we've really only met and hung out maybe three times, three or four times, but we've been in a fishing group message for now 10 years. It's a weird deal, but it seems like we know the ins and outs of our lives, and it's pretty cool. And that, 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 all, that all started with fishing, right? Yeah, uh, honestly... Uh, I want to say it was Emily that added me back my freshman year of college. Uh, I know y'all have been in it for a while. My old fishing partner back in high school, uh, Matthew Wilcox. I don't know if y'all remember yeah. him. But I know he was briefly in it, and he bragged to me about it then. And I was like, oh, man, like that, that's just some goofy message. That'll die. <laughs> and then I was, uh, she told me about it, and I started seeing all these group snaps fly through. And I was like, huh, that's, that seems pretty cool. Like Ethan, Hank, Sam, all of them. Uh I'd met Ethan and Hank recently at Dardanelle uh, that same year, I believe. Yeah. Um, but she added me. Everybody talked a little bit of trash. Yeah. And that was always the uh, deal. Is like you get put in. It's called Team Dirt Nasty. <laughs> and and, and we got a group of like 30, 30 plus people from all over the country yeah. just that we met through fishing. Yeah. And it's a, it's a, but if you got put in the group message, you kind of got like, like hazed for the first week and, nice. and if you could hang out you get to, you yeah. to hang out and, and learn all the secrets yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. oh yeah they all bring back old social media posts like yeah. when you're looking goofy you know like a little high schooler chubby and looking you know sort of maybe fed on you yeah uh but getting roasted because you left a comment on uh, or your uh, what's it called? Your caption yeah. was maybe a little inaccurate on the size of the fish. <laughs> I remember one photo in particular that everybody was Long bashing, and I was like, "Come on, guys!" Like, yeah. but anyways, well, no, that was oof, that's forever ago. Yeah. Well, well, what are you doing now? What's what's the uh, day of the day for Nolan? Right now, uh, I actually just started working for a general contractor called Hillwood Construction uh, Services, um, project engineer. Uh, can try to be a superintendent. I initially. Here, the plan originally was I wanted to fish professionally. I, I, that was the dream ever since I remember writing it down, I feel like, when I was in kindergarten. Like, yeah. that was always watching Kevin Van Ram, waking up Saturday morning, watching Talk, watching Aaron, all those guys. Uh, that really, you, you wanted it bad back then. And it was it was on regular scheduled television, you know, Saturday mornings, ESPN. Yeah. Uh, so, but... Man, after seeing the current state of the way fishing is and the way tournament fishing's gone, the way sponsors mm. set up, and I'm not a YouTube guy. I'm not, I, I, I'll never have the patience to video, uh, to do my due diligence and keep track of everything. You it's, know, it's all the tough. pros and everything. Yeah. It's, I applaud those guys. As much as we all like to hate on them for, you know, exposing for uh, lack of a better word, but for making fisheries more known or showing off tactics. Mm -hmm. I know people get upset about that kind of yeah. deal, but I mean, they do, they work their butts off and they take a lot of video and 
they yeah, spend hours behind a computer that I just I can't do. Hours of footage you gotta go through. Yeah, that's rough. Just so much. And that's where the industry is now. And I just man, I I rather I'm I'm looking at that I wanna live and I wanna live comfortably and fish when I wanna fish. Yeah. And yeah. Not have to worry about bills, not have to worry about Damn, I gotta go catch green fish to go. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to go make that to next pay my bills. Yeah. yeah, go make that boat payment. Yeah. Like when you and like those pros, I forget like the number on it, but like how many days out of the year do they travel? And and that's the life. Like that's that's their life. And and like I talked to a guide one time, Greg West. He he got it on Lake Fork, and he told me because like there for a little bit, I was like, man, it'd be really cool to be a, a bass fishing guide. He was like, well, you have to absolutely love it. And once you do it every single day for 365 days a year for two to three years straight, there's a good chance it might weigh down on you. Yeah. And you have to be built for that lifestyle. Absolutely. To become a guide. Absolutely. Uh, my good buddy, that's he's in TDN now, as of the past like year and a half, two years, Jack. Yeah. I mean, I know. Jack's he's, a stick. Jack dude, York. he's an absolute freaking nature on the water. And. To be able to guide as much as he does and still love it like he does, mm-hmm. like that's, dude, I, I've, I tried doing the whole guiding thing. I say I tried, I had boat issues. It was difficult to stay consistent and be able to answer people. Yes, I can fish on that day. Nope, sorry. <laughs> Power head's blown up. <laughs> lower units went out or whatever. Yeah, lower units sticking in a stump somewhere on the court. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, just the patience. Because people that go on a guided bass trip, it's not like a guided saltwater trip or anything like that. It's it's not like uh, we're gonna go cast a giant school of sandbass or striper, yeah. uh, reel as fast as you can. Yeah. No, it's like and, and especially what he does, he does his is all forward facing sonar. And if you can teach people that barely know how to use a baitcaster how to do that stuff, holy cow! Yeah, and put them on. I, I heck, my dad went with him one day, um, and that was just. For fun, for the most part, it seems like and you're guaranteed an eight pounder with that guy. Dude, he caught a nine on a jig, not even scoping. Oh like, my gosh, yeah, just random stuff like that. Just has a fork dial like that. Yeah, and he's going. Jack York's going full time um, in, yep. the, in the um, series now, right? Yeah, uh, in the what is it? I want to say he's one of the opens. Yeah, all like you signed up for all of them. Yeah, which is gonna be really cool. And it, it's a guy that I mean he he's gonna be he he's gonna be up there with like the big dogs. Oh, 100%. And it's, and we're going to get to see him work. It's yeah. going to be fun. Yeah. It's, it's after being down there in Florida with him and fishing as many tournaments as we've traveled on together. Yeah. I'm excited. So, what's your resume look like when it comes to fishing? Dude, it's all over the place. I mean, I've got the worst of the worst finishes where you couldn't wait to get back home. You got that eight, nine, ten hour drive ahead of you, and you're like, let's go. 85 the whole freaking way. <laughs> and. Uh, I mean, I wish I could say it was better. Um, college was a learning experience. High school was fun, but high school is high school's high school. Um, it's a different caliber of fisherman in high school, I think. And it was a rude awakening, and I think I could speak for most of us. Of like, high school fishing was great. It was super cool to be able to start to experience the the aspect of tournament um, fishing and you catch one fish, you're top ten, and you felt pumped. Oh yeah. <laughs> you, oh yeah. You couldn't. You can't. You can't do that in college tournament. Yeah, I no. mean, and it was it, it it was a slap in the face, but it also like 
made you work harder and realize, okay, you got to put in the time, you got to put in the hours on the water, the four or five days of pre-fishing. But then again, some people didn't need that. But yeah, it was it was cool that whole process working your way up. But yeah, tell tell us about that uh that um that day you had that you you sent me and posted on Instagram. It was funny because I I texted Bill and I was like, hey. Can you send me like a um, a fish picture or something? And I asked him for a, a quick rundown on it, and he says I'm not much of a writer, and sends this beautiful paragraph. <laughs> I felt like I was there, but now I just want to hear it. Oh my god, dude! There's so much that I cut out. There's so much that I left out. I have a second version of it typed up in my notes. Uh, my granny was upset with me because I was sitting there. She kept trying to have a conversation, and I'm sitting here typing up my phone the whole time, <laughs> fresh back from work, first day back at her place. Um, but no, dude, that was, so, start off that morning, it's probably low 40s, it's pretty chilly, or, heck, it might have been high 30s, um, it's cold, it's pre-spawn, February, practice went from just absolutely awful, I remember on the, a phone call with my dad, man, this lake sucks, Yeah. like, F this lake, I, <laughs> dude, I don't even want to fish this, like, <laughs> I didn't have a fishing partner, um, my partner, I forget what he had going on, uh, Riley, he, uh, I kept telling him, dude, you're going to want to be a part of this. I promise you. Like, this this weekend's going to be special. And he's like, dude, I can't. I just, I, I can't. I'm like, all right, whatever you say. And it's one of them deals where lake's low. I've fished a whole new part of the lake. Those of y'all who fished Rayburn, y'all know it's, you can fish. I was there four years, fish that lake as much as you want, and you're still going to find new stuff. That yep. lake is so freaking big. Oh, there's parts, all, there's parts of that lake that are never going to get touched by a fisherman. Dude, it's absolutely nuts, especially yep. depending on the water levels. Like, it's it's insane. But I fished in a completely new part of the lake, relatively far down south. I never do that on, on Raven. I always learn the north end for some reason. It was more fun. There's shallow, dirty water. This is pre-live pre scope kind of fishing. Um, back when I used to ban a troll motor off stumps like crazy. <laughs> but uh, man, it was that morning was I won a few boat races. I was pumped. I, <laughs> I had a pretty great practice my last two days or my, or my last day really. I had a little over twenty pounds, literally goofing off. Like I'd pull up on a pile, I'd see a couple fish. All right, cool. I'm gonna throw a jerk bait at it and see what see if I can catch one of them or get it to react. Five pounder, like just yeah. that kind of deal. Multiple places. Holy crap. I'm this is going to work. This is awesome. Like, I'm, I'm pumped. This is, I hope it's the same, and I hope it's not this way for everybody. Uh, but, dude, I start the morning off. I get, I start the morning off. It's one little point that I caught a four and a five on practice, and I messed up. I shouldn't have hung that five off of it. It was like. Are you going to JB? Yeah. Yeah. Berkeley, Stunner, 110 plus one. Um, sure. Poor man's 110, basically. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but that thing's awesome, dude. Yeah. And that poor that poor bait, it's beat up. It's taken on water now. It's yeah. it's it's hung up. Yeah. But I got my quick like twelve and a half pounds um, off this one little point that I caught a couple good ones on. wasn't expecting it to be a little bug bass, but it was. Um, then ran over to this one creek that had a gorgeous creek channel. Fish is spinning like crazy in it. Everybody on Rayburn, they're, they're beating the grass. You know, it's yeah. pre-spawn. Everybody's got a red trap in their hand. They can go keep doing that. The water temp like like mid Nice, 50s. 55, 56 yeah. degrees. Just awesome. Waiting for that, like a little bit longer day. Transition. And one full moon. Yeah. One full moon away from the spawn kind of deal. Yeah. And a little bit warmer weather. And uh, like end of the month, they were spawning kind uh -huh. of deal. But 
I'm scoping down this creek channel. I catch a couple three pounders. And I'm feeling pretty good. I'm like, hell yeah, I got like 13, 14 pounds by like 8:30 on a lake that I normally deem as tough to get a good bag on. Mm-hmm. For me, at least, it's it's a grind. It feels like, especially yeah. college tournaments, and. I see one out there. I'm like, oh, it's a big one. Fling that jerk bait out there at it, and I hang it. It jumps. It's like a five, six pounder. Jerk bait goes flying. Oh. I'm like, oh no, <laughs> this sucks. Okay, <laughs> gather my head a little bit. Heartbreaking. Yeah, yeah a couple of rough words. People in the creek, they're like, oh man, sorry about that. <laughs> like they're all men pre-fishing for a tournament out there, and uh, I end up. I see another one about the same size, little. Creek channel swing further down. I hang this fish that like comes out to a little over six, six and a quarter maybe. Um, and I'm hyped. I'm pumped up. It's maybe 9.30 at this point. I keep fishing. I notice on my scope, uh, my voltage is around 11 and a half volts. I've been fishing for three hours. Or not, not even three hours. Maybe an hour and a half, two hours because I'm driving. Is this where the boat boat problem started? Yes. <laughs> this, is, this is where... You, Shit really hit the fan. Yeah. What boat are you rocking? Uh, that's a 96 Gambler 209. Um, one of the, I feel like I'm one of the last old boats in college. <laughs> she you know floats. what I mean? She, she, she runs. She hurts feelings. It, I mean, when she runs, she runs great. But yeah. when she don't, man, she hurts the pocketbook. Gambling man on the water. Dude, that Johnson, who she likes to pop. But, uh, oh God, that freaking motor. But anyways, I'm fishing and voltage is slowly dropping. That, that ain't right. Something this early in the morning, battery ain't supposed to die as quick. Normally, I can fish all day. Twelve and a half volts is minimum. Something ain't right. I keep fishing. It gets eleven volts after about 15, 20 more minutes. I'm like, oh crap! I throw my trolling motor up. And there's like two boats left in this creek, and one of them's way at the back of it, and one of them is slowly making its way towards me. And I go to fire my motor up, and it's rrr, rrr, rrr. and I'm like. Oh no, this is not happening today. <laughs> not happening. And I troll them over up to those guys and a couple of good old boys from Louisiana. You're a ways from the boat ramp too. Oh dude, yeah. I am uh up kinda almost almost to beach. Oh gosh. So yeah. about almost ten miles from the boat ramp. Oh Jesus. And yeah. these good old boys roll up in this tin rig and <laughs> they hey man, y'all got jumper cables? Mine mine rusted up in my boat and I had to yank them out and I Unprepared fisherman, unprepared tournament angler, always have freaking jumper cables in the boat. Always, always, <laughs> always, always. But I, I didn't. And I asked him, hey man, y'all got jumper cables? No. But we got an extra battery. All right, cool. So your money you want. Yeah. Well, no, not that. But I throw my life jacket on because, you know, got to have, kill switch has to be on while you're moving. But motor can run and you can still walk around the boat if it's in neutral. I'm fishing solo, so... I'm back there. I use my pliers. I take the nut off, and I take the nuts off. Take my jumper cables, and I like set them on this battery, and I go run over to my motor, fire it up, fires off. I go back there to go lift them off, and this freaking motor, it likes to die if you're not giving it a little bit of gas sometimes when you fire it up. Just a little bit of catch up every now and then. I could not keep it running. It took me about five minutes running back and forth finally to get it quick enough. And, and it's to cold. like let that hot foot rest in enough tension to where it was giving gas, to where it would stay running long enough to get on that other battery, get the nuts tight. That was a problem, was getting the nuts tight uh-huh. and then running up to the motor. Yeah. But I finally do that. It's a 
a little after 10 at this point. Um, I start driving around and charge my batteries up. Um, get that all day running. And I got, I got no cell service. I go to call <laughs> tournament director. Hey, I'm, my battery died. I got some pretty, I got a, a few good fish. I feel pretty good. I'm fishing solo. Is there any way I can go park my boat up at, uh, uh what is it? What's the boat right? Uh, Twin Dykes. That's where I land. I launched. So can I park, park my truck over there or park my boat at Twin Dykes? Have one of y'all meet me there and stay with the boat. I go drive to Tackleatic or wherever. Go grab a battery right quick and throw it in. Well, uh, no. I mean, if you got a partner, they can. Oh, they can, so they got to stay with the boat. Dude, I'm fishing. I just told you. I'm fishing by myself. No, there's nothing you can do. Oh. I start thinking, man, of course it's going to happen on a lake with like little to no marinas or anything uh-huh. on it. Yeah. Jackson Hill Marina. They oh, might yeah. have a battery. I call them, hey, do y'all carry batteries? Yes, sir, we do. I'm on my way. He's <laughs> like, pull <laughs> up the lake, doing like 75, the whole freaking way up there. And I get up there, I can't leave the boat. Luckily, there's a family fishing off the dock. And I asked the dad, I said, hey, man, I need a huge favor. I've got a good fish in the box. I've got a few other that are pretty solid. I feel like I could do some damage in this tournament. Can I give you my credit card and let you go run up there and give me a boat battery? That's awesome. And we're in yeah. East Texas. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. That dude was about to go get a new pickup. <laughs> but he looked like a nice guy. His kids were down there crappie fishing. He goes, yeah, man, I got you. I pull one of the fish out, let the kids mess with it, you know. Yeah. He goes and runs up there. He grabs me a battery, comes back down. It's a little bitty 24 series <laughs> freaking battery. Barely enough to, I feel like, crank a motor at, at this point. But... I get him swapped out. I got 20 bucks cash on me. I'm like, here, man. He tries to refuse it. I slip in this tackle box right quick. I'm on my way. They, like, the fishing I, community, I, baby. Yes. Yeah. There are some. It was kind of one of those moments where you're happy that there's still good people in this yeah. world. Oh, yeah. You know? Like, he could have very well went up there and ran up a credit card bill. And I got no service, so I'm not going to be able to check what, it. Yeah, what do you yeah. Do? So, but, yeah. Trust so you're, them to make a $200 you're, you're purchase. You're figuring this out. You're, yeah. It, and it's. It's about 11, it's a little after 11 at this point. Um, I've lost about two hours of fishing, two, two and a half hours of fishing. Um, I make that run all the way back down there. It's another 10, 15 miles. I forget how far that is, but it takes me about 15 minutes. And I get down there and I pull up in the beach and I go look at this one. This is, I'm like, I I don't know why I did it. It's one of the first waypoints on my way into the beach. that's, That's the only reason why I can say I pulled up there. Beach is like the size of another like lake, like oh, local lake, and it's just a. Cone, it's like a like, great, size of grapevine, probably. Yeah, yeah. It's massive, and this is just, just on another lake. I mean, it's okay. insane. Yeah. It's a little extension. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's one of those the creek systems out okay. there. But, man, we pull up. I pull up to it. I can't say we all by myself. <laughs> I pull up to it, and we as in you and the battery. Yeah, <laughs> I grafted. You see, I grafted. My waypoint's number 300-something. My waypoints now are on the 4,000s. So it's like, it's not the same. Like, it's from a previous graph, old school 1198, terrible side imaging, somehow find this freaking pile. (laughs) And I checked it the day before. It didn't have any fish on it, but I was like, man, that looks like it'd be a fish, like a 
if I were a fish, I'd sit there. Yeah. Like, I'd, I'd sit there and wait for some Shadleys to come That's up. That's always how I think about it, too. I'm like, I would do, like, I mean, it's kind of like a, you know, a McDonald's on the corner. Dude, 100%. <laughs> yeah. I pull up, I look at the brush pile. There ain't nothing sitting on that freaking brush pile. Arid as hell. I start looking around this drain. It's probably 20, 30 yards wide, maybe 50, 60 yards deep. And I look over and I see this great big freaking dot. Or not dot. I mean, you can tell on live scope. You know, good, when, they, good read. when they get so big, they swim in and out of your beam kind oh. of deal. Like, you see the head and the tail and the body's missing, then all of a sudden the body hits and you're like, whoa. Yeah. Like, that's a catfish. I'm not this lucky. No. <laughs> no. The, the, the way my but, day is going, this this is going to be a great big But I'm still going to throw at it. <laughs> 100%. I'm not just going to turn this fish down. Yeah. I throw at it. Man, like, by my second or third cast, I hit it. And I start watching this jerk bait slowly get towards it. And I'm like, oh, oh. <laughs> and I get it like three feet over its head. And I think, oh, she ain't going for it. And I don't know what the hell happens. If that jerk bait just twitched just right or something, she flipped around, did a 180 on it, and my reel just, <laughs> like just that nice, beautiful oh, yeah. scream. And you got 110 hooks, or not 110 hooks, but basically 110 hooks. You're like, oh my God, please, she please don't pull <laughs> Please. Like, I got 10 pound test on and we're right next to a brush pile. Please, no, 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 no. Recipe, this fish for a minute. recipe for disaster. I fight it for a minute. I think it doesn't jump for a while. Surely it's catfish. Surely it's catfish. 30, 45 seconds in, leaps. I'm like, oh my God, it's a giant. I net it. I freak out. I've got a video on my phone where. I'm like shaking. Uh, I'm so pumped. I, c- I couldn't wait. I was like a little kid in the candy store. I weighed that fish. Yeah. I said, most people don't throw that fish in the box. No, nah, this fish is too big. I got to see how big it is. Yeah. It's too cool. Yeah. I got a six in the box already. I want to guess how much I got. Yeah. And I throw it in the box. I'm hyped, you know. I get back on the troll motor. And that's four, That's four, right? I, I got I got five fish okay, in the yeah, box. Yeah. Uh, I got an 822 uh, one a little over six. I didn't weigh the six pounder, but I knew it was over six. Um, and then I had a couple threes and then like a little squeaker, 14 and a half, 15 mm-hmm. inch, or like one and a half, two pounder. I look, I get up on that trolling motor. I can't remember if I retired or not, honestly. I feel like I probably didn't just because it was, I was, I was too happy. And I look over, nothing's in this drain. I mean, what would be the odds that there'd be two fish in this drain that could like, you know, save my tournament I turn the boat around and I start going and there's this other boat coming in on the uh, on this ridge that this drain's a part of and I'm like oh hell no you don't you ain't fixing to go <laughs> on my brush pile you're getting a little close about that time I look down at my scope and I see this dot slowly rise up out of this pile ooh <laughs> throw that JB over the top of her get her start working her get her a couple feet off that pile she smokes it I start fighting this fish, and I know, oh my God, I'm getting another chance. Like, I I lost my big one earlier this morning. I'm getting four chances. This is my fourth chance so far at a big fish. I cannot let this fish go. This is is a crucial fish. I've never had just a stellar day of college fishing, I feel like. Like, this, This is it. And I fight this fish for a minute. It runs out towards open water, and then just when I think I got it whooped, it runs like a freaking grouper straight into that brush pile. Oh. And it's sitting there, it's sawing, sawing, sawing. Like, you know, you start getting sick. You st- I felt oh, like yeah. I was fixing to throw up. I felt so bad. It, it was so disheartening. So close. And you know, dude, you got a jerk bait on, 10 pound test. I'm in a brush pilot. Probably some East Texan sunk, so there's rope, all kinds of crap down there. Yeah. There's probably cinder blocks. Like, it's. 
Give it another pull and it's gone. Yeah. yeah. Like, this is... I'm surprised this fish is still shaking. And after about five minutes, I get over the top of it. I reel down as far as I can. I slowly start pulling. And about that time, it goes two thumbs down. And slowly, the whole... I felt like the whole brush pile was lifted up. <laughs> oh, no, it's just freaking like six and a half pounds. I'm like, oh my God. I net it right quick. I freak out. I look at... I, I know we got a storm system coming in. We got bad winds, like 25, 30 miles an hour. And it gets gnarly out there. Oh, my God. It gets bad. Yeah. It's like the ocean. I've never been so comfortable in my life that I said, I'm done fishing. Yeah. I was like, dude. Two sixes and eight. Yeah. It's a little after one at this point. Like, I'm I'm like, dude. Like, I'm. It's 115. I'm almost 20 miles from the boat ramp. We're fixing to have five, six foot rollers coming in. It's a north wind. It's going to be blowing down the entire lake. So, it's only going to get worse. I was like, dude, I'm not, I ain't chancing it. I'm running all the way down there. And I got down there, made the way in. We sit there in line. I'm hyped. Everybody, come to find out, everybody freaking whacked them. Yeah. Like, I've never seen so many 20-pound bags on Raver. Or I, I say that, I feel like I have, but it's been a while. If you didn't have 20 pounds, you weren't in the top 10. Mm. That's not normal for a college tournament. This was, tw- like. this was 2019, right? No, this 20, is 2021. 2021, okay. Yeah, this is February of 21. It was, it was a little less than a year ago. Yeah. And I'm sitting there in weighing line. I'm hyped. I see a couple dudes from Michigan that I know. I see, uh, who else did I see? I want to see. say I saw Jack and Jacob and JD, Hunter and all them. And everybody's hyped. They, they all had 20 plus pound bags. I'm yeah. like, Everybody caught him. Like, but I still... <laughs> I still caught him. I'm like, dude, I got at least 25. Let's go. Yeah. Like, th- This can't suck. There's no way it's like, yeah. I'm going to suck. Well, I get there. I'm like one of the last ones in the way in line. We get... Uh, tournament director gets a phone call. Hey, we got to shut the way in li- uh, line down for a second. We got a couple boats that are struggling to make it in. Because yeah. the waves were so freaking big. Oh, yeah. So, I'm, I kid you not, I end up standing there in line for... 45 minutes at least. With your fish? With these fish in this yeah, bag. I hate and that. at that point, dude, like, you're giddy. I'm soaking wet. And that picture, you can tell, like, literally from from my freaking uh, jacket down, I'm soaked. I'm in sweatpants. Look like a bum. And I'm freezing my butt off. I'm like, dude, like, I want to weigh these fish. I, come on. Like, let's, let, let's go. Like, they're going to get in regardless. Let's go. Yeah. Like, we, the anglers are in. The boat's out there. The anglers are in. Um, but it was just, See, man, I don't, I don't it's nerve wracking, and everybody there is sitting there, fingering your bag, starts yeah. opening it up, and like, they all start looking at all your stuff, and you're like, come on, get yeah. out of here, like, I want to be a surprise. I don't necessarily agree with the whole. There's just there's some boats stuck out there because of a storm, be and wait on them because like for you, you knew there was a storm coming, you were aware, and, and like you got back in, yeah, and the people that did that, I mean. Like they fall, they knew they need to get back. They knew that they need to make the time. Like that same thing happened to me, me and Jackson on Toledo one year. But sorry to take away from your story. But uh, that's no, one of those I, things. Is like, I mean, weigh your fish and like the tournament goes on. Yeah, I mean, there's really not a whole lot we can do. We're all just kind of standing around. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like we get it. People are in danger. Like it's it's it, it is scary. Like there Especially were boats. Put, there was a boat that ended up on the dam. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it, it, it got big. Like, I'm not going to sit here and play around. Like, I was sitting there. I mean, I was chilling. 
I was driving 14 miles an hour all the way back to the boat ramp. Yeah. I knew. I was like, dude, it's already starting to roll. I'm, I'm, I'm getting back. Like this yeah. is, I've been on the river too many times when it's big water. And it gets, it like gets scary fast. And those rollers get wide, too. Dude, so it's like you yes. can't run. And, yeah, my biggest worry is I'm going to come in a stump, or I'm going to come in a wave that's so deep, I'm going to hit a stump that can't ordinarily see. is three foot underneath the water line. Yeah. Okay. You know, you get a six oh, foot yeah. swell. I mean, that's top to bottom six foot, so you got mm-hmm. three foot of water line that's really not there. Yeah. And you can come down and just whack and punch Dang. a hole. And I mean, I've heard of some pretty bad horror stories of people coming down on stumps, mm-hmm. and it's... Not good. No, it, it kills people. Yeah. Like, it's it's dangerous. But... It's a real thing. I mean, yeah, thankfully everybody made it back all right. You know, it wasn't, it wasn't one of them deals where people were hurt, thankfully. Um... And the reason why those boats sank was because they had motor issues, yeah. and their boats died out there in the middle of the lake. Yeah, um, rocking around. But, yeah, and that's that's one of them deals where you think, man, like, as a tournament angler, you got to take a step back and go, is my life worth running across that lake right now? Like, I, I messed up. I didn't, I'm not going to make it back to weigh-in on time. Yeah. Is my 15 pounds of fish really worth sinking my boat? Or, or, do I need, or do I need to get on the bank somewhere and exactly. just sit it out? You yeah. know that it's going to, I mean, storm systems pass quick. Mm-hmm. Like, when it's a day that's not windy all day, and all of a sudden winds pick up to 25 miles an hour, give it an hour and a half, you know. Well, a lot of people that don't spend a lot of time on the lake, they don't realize how crazy these, just a 25 mile an hour wind can get on a lake. Oh, right? yeah. Because yeah. You, you, think, yeah. you think boat wrecks and you think ocean. You think storms, you think ocean, but like whenever you're on Toledo Bend or, or Sam Rayburn or Texoma, <laughs> Texoma, Texoma's Dude, a bowl. That is, yes. that but, is rough. Like. But if you get caught in the middle of 30 mile an hour wind, yes. four and a half, five foot rollers in a, I mean a 21 foot boat, that, that that's as best you're gonna get out there whenever you're bass fishing. But I mean yeah. you're you're in trouble. Yeah, uh, and it's well, and it's one of those things where. I'm guilty of it too. Uh, my old man, he he loves to give me hell about how bad I am keeping up with stuff on my boat. Just because I mean, we all like to fish so much, mm-hmm. we let, like to let things go. But just because you know those Saturdays where it's like, man, I could I could really get a bunch of things fixed on the boat, or nah, they, yeah. they're not hurting that bad. I can go fish <laughs> yeah. today, yeah. and you know, and it's you go out there and your bilge pump goes down, or something's not sealed up right or your motor goes down for some reason. Like it's just, there's too many variables that are out of your control. Mm-hmm. And I know we've all experienced those as tournament anglers where just forgetting the plug. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. Easy as that. Yeah. Just forgetting the plug. Yeah. Too excited to go fish. Yeah. I've had many of those and I, my favorite time. So I'm not trying to interrupt your story, but the best, best thing that ever happened to me was I had surgery one day and so I couldn't get in the water, but I wanted to go fish. So I took my buddy Jacob. Well, I forgot the plug, and we're rolling through. And on Joe Pool, the marina's long. So I'm idling through this marina, and I look back, and I'm throwing a wake. And I'm like, damn, something's not right. And so I tried to get on plane, and it took my boat an hour and a half to get on plane. It got on plane, but it took it an hour and a half. I get on plane, I looked at Jacob, and I said, hey, did you put the, did you put the plug in? No, I undid that strap. I thought you were doing it. <laughs> well, I didn't do it. And then he was like, well, it looks like you're getting in the water. I said, I just had surgery. I can't get in the water. <laughs> and he was like, you got to be kidding me. I mean, water's like 48 degrees. Like, 
Little oh chilly. yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> fifteen mile an hour wind. Like he's not happy at me no. at all. <laughs> Don't want to put the boat back on the trailer. Yeah. But, but simple stuff like that. Yeah, like, yeah. So you're so you're you got your bag. You're in line, um, anxious to get get a weight on it. Dude, yeah, we finally get up there. Um, I can't. I, I want to say they came before me. I think it's uh, funny how you keep saying we too. You and the yeah, yeah. <laughs> you and the battery. Yeah. <laughs> me and the five fish. You know. No one, but, no one in the battery. Do <laughs> <laughs> you have the battery in the other hand with that? Oh, God, no. That battery, that little POS 24 series. You better put that on the wall or something. Yeah. No, that, dude, I got it. It's in the but, trash. anyways, now, uh, a good buddy of mine, Gus McClary, actually, uh, he waxed him that day. And I actually came in third. Um, Shit. I had twenty seven four. He had twenty eight three or twenty eight twelve, something like that. I think he had twenty eight twelve, and then the guy below him had twenty eight three. And but I mean, I was I was, you know, a little bit deflated because I'm like, damn, I came in with twenty seven pounds, yeah. biggest bag I've ever weighed in my life. I came in with it by myself, which is awesome. And I get third in the MLF tournament where all you get to any qualification and. The oh so awesome five hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. That and then what's first place for that? Uh, nah, not much more than that. Maybe yeah. a grand. What's MLF? I think it's a grand. I mean, given there are no entry fees, yeah. But I think I can speak for most college anglers that I wouldn't mind spending. I, I would not mind if I'm gonna go fork up five six hundred dollars in mm. in boat and croak fuel. Yep. And my practice and everything, yeah. I wouldn't mind spending. $200 or $300 on entry fee yeah. getting paid you know like dude but that's a, that's a hell of a tournament I mean yeah. like, by yourself but I mean you probably knew it too going into Rayburn you gotta have it like you gotta have just shy of 30 pounds to, to oh yeah to win that tournament oh yeah Very, especially especially that time of year you know um, and that was a wild dude that weekend was wild I don't know if you heard about all the CVTTs that happened the two days following um my buddies Hunter and JD, uh, they actually ended up winning both the next two days because it, it, it happened. So we had a rescheduled tournament from bad weather that was supposed to be on Toledo that ended up they moved it to that Sunday, and we already had a CBTT uh, Collegiate Bass Trail of Texas. Um, we already had a tournament that weekend scheduled for that Saturday, so we had MLF Friday, CBTT Saturday and Sunday. And dude, we tried. I tried so hard to get people to travel just to stay the extra day or two. Cause mm-hmm. I was like, dude, come on, y'all came down here, y'all drove to come fish yeah. MLF to try to qualify for a natty, fish for some money tomorrow. Yep. Like, come on, you never know what's gonna happen. It's Rayburn. Like, mm-hmm. that, that's so true. You never know what's gonna happen. My buddies that won that first day, they weighed in ten, eleven pounds the yeah. next day. Like, it just Rayburn is that. Yeah, it is. It, it's that lake, you know. Like well, that lake sees more tournaments. More traffic Dude. than any other lake in the country, I would, I would say. I've never seen a lake that can withstand it mm-hmm. and still well, fish like it When does. it goes back to the conversation of there are just areas on that lake that are never going to be seen by a fisherman, it, it's just, it's that, the, the vast amount of water on that lake is just unfathomable. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. But, no, so, I catch a nine that next day, that Saturday. I went big bass. You're on a roll. I had 19 and change. My battery died again. Come to find out, my battery charger went bad, which is what killed my first battery. So I literally did not finish a tournament day. I did not finish a tournament day of fishing. I was done by 1 o'clock the last two days because, one, my – so I got a lithium. 
and the way it's hooked up, it charges off my cranking battery. Well, my cranking battery never got charged. It's my charger battery. Or my charger on the lithium, it senses when your cranking battery is over 13 volts, and then it starts charging your mm -hmm. lithium. My cranking battery never got fully charged, so I never got a fully charged trolling motor battery. So my trolling motors would then, and I don't know if y'all know this about lithiums. Lithiums don't just slowly die; they're done. Yeah. It it, it is yeah. you're you're moving at ten on your freaking yeah. trolling motor doing three and a half, and all of a sudden you feel like you're gonna stunt. <laughs> so I dropped my power poles the last two days and was like drift fishing through these creek channels, oh. like just scoping. That's all I had was scoping. And I, yeah. everybody was in the grass. I'm not fishing grass. I hate grass. But that's crazy to say, dude. I mean, I love fishing grass. Dude. Yeah, I do too. I'm a weekend angler at heart, dude. Yeah. I, it drive grass, grass fish drive me nuts because any, any, any bastard can just pull out there and go freaking all of a sudden True. stumble, yeah, on fish. Yeah. I'm like, but I, I'm never that guy, yeah, I'm never that lucky guy. I've done it so many times, um. Or you can work so hard pulling through that grass and not catch shit. Dude, I mean, it's yeah. just one you spend the whole day ripping grass. Yeah. Like, everything's sore on you, and, and you're like, and I got two fish. Yeah. And exactly. everything, everything looks good, and then you kind of get discouraged. And exactly. Like, I'm that guy that's just looking at it, and I'm like, all right, another five foot, and I'll, I'll yeah. catch one. Yeah. And then, no. Nah. Okay, maybe another five foot. You, you know what I think? End up fishing grass was, all day. You know what I think was really just weighing down your boat? All the snacks you have in that boat, dude. <laughs> so, what's this taco oh stand I heard yeah. about? Oh, yeah. dude. So you're talking about the the what is it, the PK weekend? Well, like, the, I'll be completely honest. I I fished for a decade and fished a hundred different tournaments, and I'm like, for me, it was maybe a tortilla, some ham, some cheese. And that was it. The basics. And like, I mean, you would forget a water sometimes. <laughs> and then we're sitting there on the lake, and it was a buddy's birthday party, and we were all just kind of meeting up at twelve o'clock, or you're hanging out, and and no one. This is granted. This is the first time I met this guy. He he's sitting down, and gets in the day box, breaks out a Topo Chico, breaks out a bag of limes with a knife and then <laughs> and has, some salt and some salt and then and then next thing you know he's got like just a, some pre-made tacos from maria herself <laughs> <laughs> did i really have tacos that's what I, I i think it was the topo chico that just gave the illusion that there was t tacos i don't yeah, know man that was that that weekend was such a days i but you're you're prepared on the lake when it comes to food. Maybe not battery issues, but yeah, <laughs> we've been playing with battery issues. But I like to, yeah. dude. I I get hangry on the lake, and I feel like it's one of the things where I didn't used to do it. I didn't used to eat a lot when I fished because I feel like I don't fish as much as as I used to. I spend a lot more time in the seat mm -hmm. driving around, yep. looking for fish than I do than I did back. Five years ago, yeah, you're you deep, know, deep water fish. Like I, I fish so much more deep water now, and so, dude, you gotta have snacks while you're island around grafting. <laughs> like, sometimes, like if if you're gonna be out there for the entire day, you know, bring a case of beer with you, yep. you know, sipping on a couple brews. Um, but it's just, I, I think I guess my dad, he he's the one that kind of got me on that. Cause I remember as a kid, man, we we'd bring fried chicken, like we. 
We go on late days. Leftover Chicken Express uh, family packs. Y'all nice. families ever get that? Oh, like, uh, yeah. 30 piece tenders. And you get a couple 30 pounds of okra. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Tons of okra. Yeah. Never touched it. Never touched it. Mashed potatoes and corn nuggets. Yeah. But, Some Tony Satch. Oh, yeah. 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 But, you know, it was just break out the cold fried chicken. Yeah. You know? <laughs> that, was, that was on lunch. I remember being like eight, nine years old uh, and our old fish and ski champion. I say old. No, I had to have been 10 because I was a 2010 champion. Um, out in Texoma, foggy as hell. Break out the fried chicken, you know. Before. <laughs> Sounds like you so, need to hide a battery in your lunchbox yeah. <laughs> instead real, of thirty real. pounds of okra. Uh, For real. Golly. But no, that's funny. It, yeah. it, it was always that was just one of those deals where I mean, it, it really isn't that crazy to have food like that on the boat, but it, you, know, dude, you know what? It wasn't me. And, and, what changed my life? I was, think it was jealousy to be. <laughs> yeah, it had to have been. Yeah. Had to have been. Changed my life was my buddy Jacob. When I started fishing tournaments with him, his mom would pack us each a box of Uncrustables, Ooh. and they were just so easy to throw in your mouth and go. You know, and they tasted so good. Yes, I would end up eating a box before 10, 30, 11 o'clock, <laughs> and then ask anybody else if they had any more sandwiches left. <laughs> and that's that's when you hope she packed you some yeah. toilet paper too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think I gained. 30, 40 pounds during tournament days. <laughs> oh, that's funny. So, are, are you fishing now? I know, well, I mean, I know you're fishing now, but um, it's like with a lot of us where we, we get out of the college scene, tournament fishing, it's it's not four or five days a week anymore. No, I mean, you can't do that. You can't sustain it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I challenge anybody that says that they can yeah. on... Kate Ruger. <laughs> well, Kate, I'm coming for you, man. <laughs> yeah. No, that's different because Kate's his own boss. Yeah. So he gets to, yeah. if, if he can cut out early, you know, like mm-hmm. get his job done that day. And, but I mean, unfortunately, I'm, I'm a salary guy now. Um, I'm a new guy in the field. So I'm going to be working yeah. six. I'm, I, I want to work 60 hours a week. Mm-hmm. I want to have that be like the average. Yeah. Um, Make some money. Yeah. Just, <laughs> just, just <laughs> no, you, you just want to prove yourself, you know. Yeah. And, and, oh, yeah, and, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Like in that field, you know, and my dad's in construction and I've I, it's not, it's not a bad thing to have a father in the same field as you, but at the same time, like I want to make my own name for myself, you yeah. know? Like yeah. I know he's known around the industry, mm-hmm. but I kinda wanna make my own different like, each other. Oh, yeah. So yeah, I'm right there with you. Yeah. But, exactly how that rolls. <laughs> I mean it's you know, the good old Tuesday night tournaments on Hubbard, me and the old man will still be fishing those. Nice. Um, but I, I want to fish around this side of the Metroplex now that I'm out towards the uh, Fort Worth area. Come on. I'm going to yeah, fish, come gra- on. fish grapevine. I want to fish pool a little bit. My pool's a little far. But I really want to fish vine a lot. Eagle Mountain's not too terribly far, I don't think. Um, well, that's just God's way of pushing you to do different things that you haven't been doing. And it's just, absolutely. Like, it's just, hey, I mean, when it, like, whenever we were in college or whenever you fished as much as you did, you you had your tournaments you had to travel for, but like when you're home, you stay kind of around where you're familiar with, but whenever you turn into or get into this new life, quote unquote, where you're in the workforce and it's like, okay, I'm, I mean, I still want to go fish. I'm going to go pick up some, some tournaments or some working mans, 
and you and you go to lakes you haven't been to. Yep. And you get to explore and and I know like you as a fisherman you are you're you're gonna figure it out and and have fun with it and make some money from some of those people that you get out there on Tuesday nights that just want to donate. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, we like the donators. We like yeah. the donators. <laughs> We're one of them pretty often, too, though. Don't, don't. I love donating. <laughs> I, yeah. I used to do that Everybody all the time. sees the good, you know, nobody sees the bad, but that's, that, that's I, the I, I, yeah, I social could, media. I can yeah. say that because I'm a donator. Oh, so yeah. Like, oh, yeah. We all are. That's something. Yeah. So whenever, whenever you get um, the chance to get in the boat now, um, I know you've been even getting, getting into hunting a little bit more. You, you've done that a lot, but whenever you get the chance to get in the boat, what's your why when it comes to fishing? Like why I go fishing? Man, it's just... Dude, that's... I've done it my whole life. Um, nothing makes me happier. Like, I've always... It's... It's one of those things where if I couldn't do it, I would probably get into a lot of fights. Yep. I'd probably be a pretty angry human being. You know, uh, I know all of us fishermen like to take our pa- like to take some anger out on some flipping fish from time to time. Yeah, uh, hit them as hard as you can. But Seven six extra heavy. Yeah, whacking them, letting them taste some fiberglass on the side of the boat. <laughs> yes, two pounder flying over the head. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> but no, nah, I mean it's just nothing. Nothing beats it, man. Just being out on the water. Uh, I know a lot of people there happy just being on the water. I couldn't ever be that person. Like I gotta be fishing, you know. Like it's I was that kid that family's out on the lake. I'm up there on the front deck of the fishing gear center console. You know, I got my rod out casting <laughs> the bank yeah. as a little eight year old. Yeah. But I'd go swim to the bank with a fishing rod in my hand and then start walking down the bank. That's awesome. But yeah. it's just yeah, it's it's a part of my life. I feel like I can't, I couldn't live without it. Um, yeah. It's a running joke in my family that my mom, she always likes to talk about how, uh, you know, you're going to have to find a good work life or work life and fishing balance, you know? Um, <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, yeah, because she, she's talking about in relation to women and relationships, you know, because girlfriends do, you know, they, they get jealous of your second wife being that boat, yeah. you know? And it, it's, it's a, it sucks, but I feel like we all kind of need our own, we all need our own vices and our all our own uh, outlets, and I feel like if I didn't have it, I'd get sick of whoever I'm with. Yeah. So yeah. I gotta go fishing. Sounds good. Like yeah. if yeah. I can't go fishing, and if I'm held down to fishing like two times a month, mm-hmm. not nah, that relationship ain't it. Yeah. Like you, nah, you gotta get out of that. Like that's, yeah. a, that's a bad deal. Yeah. yeah. I get it. Life happens. <laughs> and you might have some other stuff going on that gets in the way of it, but if your girl gets in the way, you going fishing. That's a problem. We, we it's got an angry man. That's a problem. <laughs> Grace, we're going to have to sit down. <laughs> uh, dude, well, but, we appreciate you coming on and, and like expanding on that story because I know whenever you wrote that up, even whenever I posted it, I had to, or we posted it, we had to, we had to take some off the caption because it wouldn't matter. It was too long. And I was like, man, I don't want to take any of this out, but this is this is what we were going to talk about on, on this episode. Um if there's any ads you got on Instagram or Facebook that you, you post your, your, your uh, Facebook's on. just Nolan Yeager. And then, uh, I want to say my Instagram's Nolan underscore Yeager underscore fishing. I can't remember, honestly. Hey, real, real original, I'm, man. Come on. Dude, I, oh yeah. I'm, I'm really original with it. There goes that roasting again. <laughs> but I mean, it's, 
I got see that's the problem with fishing. Like I just I don't care enough about social media. No, yeah. To, oh yeah. Right. Like, I get it. We yeah, have really to good. like social media. People won't hear about stuff like this podcast. Yeah, and, and, exactly. And I, you you benefit from stuff like that, but also like I'm just I, yeah. I don't like living my life through a phone. You know what I mean? Amen. Like it's Amen. just. Well, well, I bet you there's gonna be people that hear this story and and it it, it got me amped up sitting here and I want to go fish in 40 degree weather and, and, and have the opportunity at 27 pounds. <laughs> You'll never forget that. Yeah. That was one hell of a story. That was pretty yeah. good. Well, I like sweet. that. 